The following is a Joel Mahalik production. On November 13th, Felix Unger was asked to remove himself from his place of residence. That request came from his wife. She asked him to leave because he wouldn't listen to the Joel Mahalik show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. I'm Joel Mahalik here in the studio, right across the studio table from... Is me. The lovely Sharon. Yay. Howdy. Howdy. Welcome. Welcome. (laughs) All right, well, let's get the business out of the way first. Okay, well, let's get the... Stop. 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 You stop. If you want to get a hold of the show or locate us, we're on the web at www.jmtalk.net. Also, TikTok and Facebook at JM Talk and Instagram and Twitter at JM Talk Radio. You can also email us at joelmaholicradio at gmail.com. Cool. So. I just wasn't sure if if it was my turn to speak or... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just the timing. The, the, ti- the timing was bad because you know that drives me crazy when you do that repeat after me thing. <laughs> I know that's why I do it. So um, anyway, so yes, that's how you get a hold of the show. Um, and and I'm gonna yeah, I'll just sit here for 20 minutes and go um um um. 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 So you're probably away this weekend, which is fine, which means you're probably listening to us on Tuesday by way of the podcast. Yes. Available anywhere you get a podcast, we're there. Yep. Um, it is Memorial Day weekend. so And um, I'm super excited. Hopefully, people are being safe. Yes. Yes, that's very because important. most people hear this after, after the fact. It will right. still post. Actually, usually on holiday weekends, the show posts 24 hours earlier. Okay. So, this will actually post. I'm saying it like they're listening now. Right. You'll be able to get this <laughs> right. on Saturday afternoon. No, you're going to get it when you get it because you don't hear me right now telling you you're going to. Right. This isn't that live. Could, that could be it's a, Memorex. It is the best. This could do be a TikTok. Do you remember? Video. Memorex? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do. Um, so, this year marks the first year that we are not going to Fiji because of covid right prior to that we couldn't go because we were poor but i'm just saying well, yeah, this is I the mean, first year because of covid right, we're not that, going so that we're not going there's right. just something else to say as to why <laughs> <laughs> you've been to fiji no we're too poor to go to fiji but this year we're not going and it's because, because of COVID restrictions COVID. right so uh okay so we were not uh, we had we had uh, some flashback stuff for you last week on a podcast because there was a lot going on. We did get our second shots. We are alive. Yes. Uh, magnets are not sticking to parts of our body. Nope. We had little to no effects from it. None. Yeah. I and had none. Zero zilch. Nada. Well, we both had the sore arm thing. Well, you had well, you had a more severe sore arm for a small period of time. Right. I only had the injection site soreness. 
Well, no, my it was just my injection site. Are you well? You told me you couldn't move your arm and right stuff. Beca- and right, because when I did the injection site, hurt so bad. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, for real. It, it like, all right, today. I got my blood pressure taken. I just went to take a drink. <laughs> oh, here, take some. No, no, I'm fine. You went to get your blood pressure taken today. Well, I, I went to get new glasses, mm-hmm. and because I I have high blood pressure, they took my blood pressure. Okay. On my left arm, and I was uh, scared. Mm. Because that's the arm that got the shot. I'm I'm worried. And I'm still just a teensy bit yeah. tender there. Yeah, me too. A little bit. A little yeah, thing. just it's a probably that bit. tracker they put in there. Right. So I was afraid because they did the blood pressure in that arm. I was afraid I was going to scream. I'm a little concerned about you getting your new glasses, by the way. Why? Because when you get your new glasses, you're going to find out that... um, That what? I'm fat and ugly. Shut up. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) To the moon. Listen, I I do know why you had... I know why you stay. And Why? It, and it's because Why? when I sit in my easy chair, I block both exits. Oh, so you shut up. Oh, my Lord. Look, this is original content I uh, made up. <laughs> you dislike it when I put myself down. It's because you're sexy and beautiful. Well, and that's how I feel about you. So, okay. So, now what? <laughs> so, we got our second shots. We're fine. Um, the, not too much more to say about that. Uh, Except to- that. We can go wherever we want without a mask. Yeah, yeah. It is weird how fast it stopped, isn't it? What do you, what do you mean? Like, like a switch. Like, don't do anything. Oh yeah. And now do stuff. It, it's just really, really weird. But we're not going to get. We're not going to get into that. Uh, two weeks ago on the podcast, I went into length uh, in, at, uh, in the end of the podcast about these people that. Try to promote the wrong information. Oh, I know. Online, so I kind of, I kind of tore into them. If you didn't hear that, go back and listen to it. Maybe there's some value to you to, for you there. We just try to. Um, our attempt is to deliver facts. We're not just going to pull stuff right. off of social media and come here and talk about it like it's real. Exactly. In fact, if you're being an asshat on social media, you're liable to wind up being talked badly about on here because <laughs> that's what we do. Right. Um. But anyway, so... In a fun and loving kind of oh, way. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so, we're good, I guess. Yeah, peace you know? out. Oh, I, you don't mean it like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So, I wanted to discuss, before we moved on any further, a Molly, a weekly Molly update. <gasps> Yay, Yes, it's, it's the Molly update. Oh, Yay! boy, I waited all week. I have a question regarding yes. the Molly update. Yes. So, I've said it before. Okay. She's not a very good exercise walking no, dog. No, not at all. Mm-mm. No, because she reads the paper. Right. A lot. But here's, here's something that really irritates me. And I don't know if she does it to you. Uh, and I'm asking because I, I see no other dog anywhere doing this but so she has like what a 14 or 16 foot lead yeah 16 she's consistently 16 feet behind me all the time behind me okay where every other 
dog and dog parent are out there and the dog is either right there by their side on their leash or just ahead of them no i have to look like a jackass because my dog is all the way back there which makes me look horrible because you're dragging her well, I'm not dragging her. She, no, but I do. She is barely kind of coming because she wants to stop yeah. all the time. Yeah. And and uh, and it does frustrate no, her. I'm not going to lie to you. You know that. It frustrates me. Well, you know what me. frustrates me? When I walk her and, she, like, I want to walk and, like, get to the car, mm-hmm. uh, she does this stance, okay? Oh, uh, the whole back stance? N- no. It's... She's, if she's, I'm standing here, okay? Okay. And she'll be going this way. She sees something that she wants, right? And then I'm like, come on, Molly, let's go. She does an about face. Oh, the slant stance. Yeah, like an about face. Right. So she can dig her heels into the dirt and not go anywhere. Yeah. That drives me nuts, and I and I have to I have to stop because I don't want to hurt her. She's so oh, strong, yeah, right. but yet, right? You know, you don't want to pull so hard, I, especially because she has a bum knee on the, one of her back legs. I do one of two things when this happens. Okay, the first I'll try is um, well, one of three things. The first thing I'll try is you want to go feminine. The second thing I'll try is, do you want me to pick you up? I know, yeah, I know that one. And the third one has and to do with me, right? And the third one is, oh, where's Daddy? <laughs> <laughs> and she comes running away. Yeah. 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 So I have to constantly be like, will you please come up here and walk with Daddy? Please. I'm con- yeah. you know, constantly having to tell her that. And sometimes yeah. she'll come up. And sometimes, you know, she does that. Uh, well, because of her position way back behind me, she'll do that yeah. pool stance where I'm yeah. not going anywhere. And she'll right. dig her feet in. Yeah, she'll dig her feet her heels, in and yeah. lay down on her side. Yeah, she'll, yeah, she'll lay back. And yeah, like, uh, it, am- it, amazes, no, it amazes me how a 22-pound dog. all the time. <laughs> right, that's exactly what and it must look like to everybody. Yeah, I know, right? Like, everybody's like, holy cow, what do they do to that dog? If anybody wants to see the amazing scientific phenomena of how a 22-foot dog becomes 22 a 22-pound dog? dog becomes a 1,000-pound dog, come walk our dog. Yes, exactly. Because the minute she doesn't want to go because she's on to something, yeah. she's a 1,000 pounds. All of a sudden, it's like nope, reeling a, sh- a dead shark across the water. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the truth. She's And then if she sees another dog... She has this big dog syndrome. Yeah, because where, she's attacked several right, times by oh, big dogs. Yeah, yeah. But when I say big dog syndrome, it just means oh, that yeah, she's a small dog, but yet she thinks she's a big dog. Yeah. And she's all me, 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 after the bigger dogs. Very loud. And I always love to tell her right. at 6 30 morning voice. Hello, yeah. morning voice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So. And she knows we're talking about her. She's yeah, she does, sleeping under the yeah. under she's, the um Yeah, desk. she's she's sleeping. She's fake sleeping, is what yeah, she's doing. Exactly. You would see her eyebrows going like <laughs> one this way, one this way, because she's going back and forth right. between you and I without moving her heads. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. Um So that's the Molly thing. I don't know if other oh, people no, there is one more update. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, go ahead. Because I didn't see it. There's no evidence. But go ahead. Well, I when I took <laughs> Molly for her walk, she gets super hot. And um, I took her into the backyard. And she went under the deck, did one really long pee, and then turned around. Oh, you didn't tell me that part. At, right. least, at least she did that beforehand. Oh, yeah. That f- no, no, wait. I'm sorry. She did it after. Okay. She did it after. So she comes down, and she goes to the edge of the pool, and she looks down in it. And then before I had any time to react, boom, she jumps right in. And then does her doggy paddle thing, which you and I, she's never been in a big, big pool. She's always like been this. in like a three inches yeah, of water. Right. So you and I were a little concerned. We knew she could swim. That's obvious. But we were afraid that she would be afraid. Right. Not being able to feel the bottom. Right. And she was on the leash, but, and I kind she was headed towards the stairs. And I kind of directed her at the same time, and she got to the top step, um, you know, just looked around, sat there for a minute, and then turned around and jumped out. And had Mind herself, you, the pool's not ready yet. <laughs> and had herself a blast. Good. She did. So Mom. we're going to try and do it again tonight. Yeah. Try. Try. But mind you, the pool's not even ready, but she doesn't care. No, no. Yeah, it's she? it's close, but you know right. we we have some other things to do to it. But right, um, she she didn't care. She she's been eyeing this pool since we took the cover off. Yes. Well, even before. Even beforehand, yeah. Yeah, even before. But since the cover came off and she realized it was a big vat yes. of water. And God forbid we are down there and she is up on the deck and we're. Fussing around yeah, with the pool, skimming she cries it. like crazy. Right, she cries. And not at like us. We're, yeah, like, She's fixated on the water. Right? And we are. We have got to be known around town as the worst parents ever. By Just just by her, her sound. Right, right yeah. <laughs> and her actions. Exactly. Mind you, this is a dog who, on a walk, on a hot day, if she found a mud puddle, she would jump into it. Absolutely. To cool down. Because she has two coats, a parka and a shell. <laughs> All right. Anyway. <laughs> um, let's see. That took care of that. Try and look at the time. Sure. Let's get into something else. I'm going to put you on a hot seat. Okay. Hot seat. Ow. Ow. It hurts. What is the deal with people... Rushing to hang the phone up because you do it, or uh, uh, one daughter does it. Okay. I have I have clients that do it, vendors that do it, and okay. it's driving me nuts this week. Okay, what is the fascination? Okay, well, I know for me, um, I try and hang up first because for me it's a challenge. It's like, oh, can I hang up first? Boom, hit it, hung up. It's but the other person, the like, I never get to say goodbye. Oh, well, I won't do it until I say goodbye. Until you say goodbye? No, until we have said our goodbyes. I have never hung up on you without saying our goodbyes. Never. Nope. Don't even try it. Because, I mean, I have, I have, I have like, a client who's like, uh, I, I, I got to go. Click. 
like gone. You know, I, don't, I just don't understand it, and it's becoming more and more prevalent. Uh, prevalent, yeah. Okay. It's it, it, more frequent, it's, and, and more people, and I don't understand it. You know well, what I mean? As uh, you know, why I do it. Um, our daughter Katie started doing it, and then what's her problem? I don't know, but then for me, it's a challenge because, it went, especially if I'm on the phone with her. Okay, but I'm not your challenge. I don't do it to you, do I? You hang up pretty quick with me. We might get our goodbyes in, but it's still like... So be- what am I supposed before, to do? Before I come away from first. my ear, before I come no, away from my ear... No, you hang up it, first. Before I, you co- I come away from my ear with the phone, I hear you. your click. You know, your disconnect. And, you know... So, all right. What I get the... Okay. What I envision is... Listen a long time ago, people are slamming said. the phones down. Listen to what you just said. Okay? Yeah, before... Your exact words were... After we've said our goodbyes, okay, you pull the phone away from your ear. And before I get it away from my ear, you're No, clicking. no, no. That's not what you just said. Well, I'm, I'm recanting my last no, statement. because you just said, <laughs> while I'm pulling the phone away from my ear. I'm recanting my statement. You your Honor, I'm recanting my statement. What am I supposed to do? Am I, oh, baby, you hang up first. I no, don't you hang know. Up I just think maybe some sort of general slight pause for courtesy. Like, I don't know. Okay, I, then I will I mean, do listen, that I'm not just talking to you about on. this. I'm talking to all the people that listen to the podcast. I'm I talking know. to the masses. What is the deal? Can it's, you not give a courtesy two, three seconds or something? It's because you're done talking, and maybe you have other things you want to do after you're done talking. But you people hang up so quick. I envision you throwing your phone through a window <laughs> to get away from me. That's no. what I envision. It the eye of the beholder. Okay, I'm okay. the I'm the one being hung up on. So I, you know, depending on who it is, I'm imagining different things. Okay. You know? Well, don't let your imagination get away with you. Two seconds. Give give me one second. One one thousand. I mean, you know what I mean? Okay. Would it kill anyone out there? Will it kill anyone out there to give me one one thousand, then hang up? Okay. And every one of you know who you are. (laughs) Anyway. What's coming up here on the program? Uh, we we got we got a wombat of the week. We gotta do um we just did that. Talk about construction zones. I don't know. Other stuff. Blah, blah, blah. You know, that drives me absolutely bonkers. What, me scribbling like that? No. Why would that drive me bonkers? Well, don't talk about construction zones. That's coming up after the break. Oh, all right. All right. Well, then, <laughs> I have nothing to say, man. <laughs> Otherwise, uh, stay right there because we'll be back. Right there? Stay what? right there. Right there. Right there. Stay right there. Right, I'll stay right here. We'll be right back. Right here. We'll be right back. <laughs> this is New York Super Oldie Station, 920 WON, The Apple, Brooklyn, New York. So I use my computer every day. I'm not even sure how I get along without it. But I wasn't prepared for a virus. A Trojan, they called it. One night I'm cruising along, and the next night I can't do anything. I was afraid it was going to cost me a fortune. Boy, was I surprised. They had me back up and running the same day I called them. I really like PC Tech Rescue. And you know what? My wallet likes them too. Are you troubled by computer problems? PC Tech Rescue should be your very next call. Whether the problem is viruses, hardware, software, or any other issue, they can diagnose your problem. 
and have you back up and running fast. With more than 25 years of industry experience, you can be sure you are getting dependable and affordable service. Call today, 484-429-6061, or email us at pctechrescue at gmail.com. Welcome back to the show, ladies and Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sucking, I'm sucking on ice because I'm thirsty. <laughs> then take a drink of my water. I just took some of your ice. <clears throat> and it tastes like your hand sanitizer. What? <laughs> Welcome back to the program. This is Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. And we're back. And what do we got here on the dock? That's the Wombat of the Week. We'll get to that in a few construction zones first of all if you have not been to delaware or if you live in delaware you already know this delaware delaware's state mascot is the construction monster the the construction cone monster yeah right construction barrel monster right everything is constantly under construction in this godforsaken state i know um and so here's my question uh, I don't. I, I don't want to be rude. I'm not saying year round. Like I am. I want to be slightly considerate about uh, considerate about winter months. However, why can they not do this at night when there's well, less? There's an obvious answer for that. When people are are not trying to get to work in mass. Okay. You know what I mean? Do you want the obvious answer? What's the obvious answer? Because they can't see it. They have light trucks to take care of that. You've seen construction at night. They have those light trucks. Yeah, but that's on big major roads. There is a, a noise ordinance that you can't make certain noises past a certain time. There's a you're trashing my right of way to get the work ordinance <laughs> in order in the morning. But yeah, I'm sure it has everything to do with the noise ordinance and the fact that they can't see. And what what if you're saying they have the light trucks? Yes, I'm quite certain they do. But maybe their light trucks are being used on major um highway construction zones which they do do at night because they're in the middle of nowhere but in in our locale they can't because as i said noise ordinance no lights they can't see well you know typically um typically currently right now there is little to no construction going on on the major highways and that's because every artery to the highways are blocked right now with construction. <laughs> you just made me pee a little bit. <laughs> so there's, wow. no, there's no need for the light trucks on the major highways right now. Oh, goodness. Okay, that's a very good very good question. Stop dropping the iPad. I, I can't I believe the I can't believe that iPad has not packed its bag and left you because you drop it so much. That's true. Okay. So, um, and here's the other. Here's the other. All right. You want to point out something obvious? I'm going to give you something obvious about this. Okay. You know what I see? Going to work, to and from during work, coming home from work. Passing through these construction zones, 
You know what I see? That's obvious. What? No one working. Everyone's standing <laughs> around. Yeah, that's true. That's it. They're just standing around. Okay. That's why everything is constantly under construction because nobody's doing anything. Wow. Okay. And you know what the prevailing uh, wage is around here for construction? It's pretty high. Okay. Night work is inherently more dangerous due to the reduced visibility Ugh. and a much higher percentage of impaired drivers. Now what? Well. Production and quality can suffer to some extent because of the difficulty of working under low light and portable light conditions. I guess if you say so. All right. <laughs> okay. No, but seriously, that's that's what came up. But we see it done. I'm sorry. I, you know. I know, but they are on major highways, and usually Route seventy one and Route seventy two is not major highways. That's what I'm saying. They don't do it at night on Get those roads. Get it done at night. Okay. You know what? I'm going <laughs> to pop you in the nose. When there is no traffic, that would relinquish the need to shut down lanes, resulting in traffic congestion. Yeah, because that doesn't happen during the day. I know. So, where I live, certain types of work are often done at night. Asphalt paving on a busy, divided... Come on now. Yeah, it's the same thing. When, they, when they're doing floors in the hospital, when they're waxing the floors. Yeah. And it's the same thing. Why can't they do them? Well, actually, we did do them at night. <laughs> well. And we and we actually, we cut the hallway in half. Right. All I'm saying is, there's got to be a better solution because there is a lot of people going to and fro trying to get to work. Right. Business has to be conducted. Right. And so two of the things that really upset me about it is always seeing people saying, I never see anyone working, ever. Well, no. And the other thing is, how about the people holding the slow stops, the stop signs, the slow stops? Yeah. I mean, a lot of times they see the signs, they're leaned up against a cone because they're on their phone. Oh, sorry. I don't mean to interrupt your, you know, social well, life while you're working. Certain. I'm <sighs> quite certain that um, if their supervisor saw them, they'd be fired. I don't uh, know yeah, about that. Yeah. I don't know about that. I do. Too much horsing around. That's why nothing gets done. Well, and right. I And I, th- I think something... You just want to be right, and I'll give it to you. No, right. no. I, your your argument is, uh, you know, very not valid. And, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's very valid. <clears throat> it's valid, but I don't have to like it. How about that? Okay, there that's, you go. That's sort of what I'm, what I'm saying. You're absolutely right. I don't, don't have, have, to, have like to like it. I don't have to like it. Nope. You don't. That's your prerogative. Why not at night? Those are the four words for today. Why not at night <laughs> oh my lord okay wombat you want the wombat now mm-hmm. all right well here's how you can get involved with the wombat of the week which is our take on celebrating people that uh, do stupid things stupid people doing stupid things and winding up in the news uh, you can submit your own story, verifiable link to a news story of stupid people doing stupid things to us at either uh, email joelmahalikradio at gmail.com or you can send it across Facebook at JM Talk in a P 
PM, DM, SM, I don't know, M&Ms. I don't know what they call them anymore when you send messages on Facebook. So, um, yeah. Wow. And so that's that. And this week's Wombat, did you read it? I did. <laughs> like, holy wow. Yeah. So this week's Wombat, uh, we're going to be talking about, did we get her name or did they not give us the name? I didn't see any. Sometimes they don't to protect the... Well, she wasn't very innocent. <laughs> yes, they didn't release the ticketed woman's name. Okay, so this lady in Overland Park, Kansas... Right. Uh, ...was stopped on I-435 for doing 149 miles per hour. And listen to her excuse. Yeah. So she was driving more than twice the legal speed limit mm -hmm. and was given a $900 fine. Uh, and she's, of course, she's lucky no one was hurt either. So um, she said her, <laughs> when she was stopped, she thought she was only doing 128, <laughs> <laughs> which is about twice the legal speed limit. Wow. Can you imagine that? I'm sorry, Elsifer. Right? I thought I was doing 128. I know. That was the first thing out of her mouth. No, how about right. 150, lady? Right? It, that's that's pretty close to three times the limit, yeah. right? 55, yeah. 55 is 110, 165. Yeah. Yeah, but if you figure that the speed limit probably was 70. Um. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay. I'm always right. So, but... Seriously, and this this is what drives me really insane what? about this story. Okay, what? Um, that I'm always right. What if her tire blew out? Yeah, right. I mean, what if something else happened? Let's say you have full control of the car, but 150 right. miles an hour. What if something else happened? What if something happened to the car? What if somebody mm -hmm. got in your right of way? I mean, you know. I, I know. That's ridiculous. Nobody thinks of these things, and I don't understand why. I don't understand what they're teaching or not teaching. Is right. that how old she was? Was she um, even old enough to know? I it don't know. It doesn't say. It says no, nothing. No. You know, it, I mean, it's, it makes my brain hurt to even think of this stuff. Like, anything that could have happened where she could have caused mass casualty right. to other people yeah. or hurt herself. Right. I mean, if, you don't, if you're not going to think of other people, can't you think of yourself and your family? What might happen? I mean, you're, this is complete reckless. Yeah. $900. She should have went to jail. Oh, definitely. 30 days at least. You know, 900 it, is like, yeah. you know? For this kind of offense, and if she's got the kind of car that can drive 150 miles an hour, then she, yeah, then obviously then she, she can, can pay the fine. More than afford 900 dollars, yeah. and taught nothing. This right. is another example of people not being held responsible for their actions. Absolutely, let me screw up, and it's okay. Right, you exactly. know, I'll take that fine. I'll go pay the 900 dollars, and I'll be out here next week doing 180. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, like that's how I envision this. Oh. You know, I just, I was, where was I at the other day? Uh, I was traveling somewhere. Was it, I don't think it was coming home from the shore. I think I was, it was traveling somewhere for work. And uh, a motorcycle 
We were stopped because I was stopped because of a train on one of these roads with a you know, okay. train. Okay. Yeah. So uh, Church Road. So okay. it opens up and this motorcycle gets out and drives down the center of the road to be the first one to get across that train track. Wow. You know, not smart, dude. Again, no regard for people around you. Right. Let alone yourself. That's crazy. If you can't respect yourself enough to be safe when you're on a dangerous piece of equipment, then I'm like. And that's just it. It's what? Two tons of steel? Yeah, a car, yeah. Yeah, that you're in charge of. Right. And driving reckless like that is. Absolutely. Yeah, this lady here Insane. should have lost yeah. her license. Anyone yeah, oh, who does definitely. this kind of stuff should lose their oh, license. I'm sorry. I, was only, I thought it was only going 128. Yeah. Yeah. What? I can't imagine what might have happened. And uh, Yeah. I mean, that's ridiculous. So, as it turns out, too, the police ticketed someone else earlier in the day for doing 100 miles per hour. Wow. So, I don't know. Did Kansas... Do they think they're in Germany <laughs> right. or something on the Autobahn? Right. Um... You know, you, it, I, it, the stupidity, and I feel like we're always beating this dead horse on this show yeah. about drivers, careless drivers. I don't yeah. know what they are or are not teaching anymore. Well, when you get your driver's license at Kmart. Well, or whatever. Yeah. But I mean, you at know. At Walmart now, because Kmart's closed. Now, think of this. Think of this. Be, because of COVID, okay. I, wa- I want you to think of this. The, okay. the new batch of young drivers. Mm. That are starting to drive right now. Mm-hmm. Just graduated from online classes on how to drive. Okay? I know. Zoom classes on how to drive. Right. You'll be on the road with them this summer. Good luck, folks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get your mm-hmm. video cameras out. Right. <laughs> now, now I'm thinking, wow, it was a good idea she had to get a dash cam. But <laughs> I told you not to get. We're not getting a dash cam. Right. But. Uh, yeah, I kind of want one. But why, though? Because outline um, to me your three top important reasons why you need to have a dash cam. Um, to see morons to video them. <laughs> are we are we going to start a video wombat channel? Yeah, <laughs> put them up on YouTube. That's two. Put them on TikTok. That's three. Wow. There you go. There's your three outlines. So this lady who the police will not release her name, and it makes me wonder if it's because she's younger. Well, I don't know. I'm sure. She, obviously, she's younger, but. Um, I don't think that's the reason. Well, nameless lady, you're the wombat of the week. Right. As is the motorcycle driver I encountered this week. <laughs> right. Drivers, period, drive you crazy. Uh, they they and, do. And you know what? Here's the thing about the motorcyclist. Okay? Okay. Here's the thing about when a motorcycle when a motorcyclist decides that they're going to break road law and do what they want. Right. That upsets me a little bit because on more than one occasion when I was working in public service, mm-hmm. was I involved in peeling motorcyclists out of grills of trucks or buses. Right. Right. And that's I know what that kind of stupidity sad. on a two wheel hot rod does. Right. What kind of life is that to live if you're paralyzed or killed? What is it you're you're right. you know, you're thinking of don't think about yourself, think about your family. I don't, right. Maybe. Exactly. I don't even know if that helps. I, I mean, you know, but, it's never a good thing to wake up dead. Right. But when you just said that, that's what triggered that. Yes, I mean, you know, on two occasions, I can count right now without even thinking about it. 
Right. Motorcycle versus a tractor trailer, motorcycle versus a school bus. Yeah. Not a pretty sight. No. And it's always, <clears throat> almost always, I'm sure there's, you know, because when you're driving a bigger vehicle, uh, the law states that you must be in, well, you should be in 100% control of whatever you're driving. Oh, definitely. But there's more pressure put on people that have the, um, um, the what's the, What's that stage of driving? Your truck. It's a different kind of license. Help me out here. Um, I can't CDL? think of it. CDL. Yeah. So yeah. when you're driving CDL, the rules are much different. Oh, they're, sure. And they're stricter. Yeah. The fines yeah. are heavier. The yep. penalties for breaking those laws yep. are, are heavier. Yes, they are. Um, but Hey, I just thought of something. What? I need $300 in quarters. No. And it's only 30 <laughs> It's not 300. You're talking about that? Yeah. It's only 30. Oh, okay. Um, well, 30 then. The, uh, where was I going with that? Um, it, the motorcycle thing is, is total carelessness. I'm going to say at least, I'm going to say conservatively, eight out of 10 of those accidents are caused by the stupidity oh, sure. on the crotch rocket. Yeah. Exactly. As simple as that. Yep. You know, you have to be a badass when you're driving a motorcycle. And people that ride motorcycles, people who are responsibly, they put out those lawn signs. Yeah. You know, yeah. hey, please be watch careful. For watch for motorcycles. Right, right, right. You know, but it's unfortunately, you know, it's there's a lot of idiots on motorcycles. Yes. That don't. That, I don't. I don't want to say they don't care. They probably care, but they don't. You know what I mean? Like uh, I just. I don't think they care. Could, because what else goes to your head? Irresponsible when drivers. Yeah, yeah. And that's it in a nutshell. Because what else is going through your head? What else is going through your head? You know, when oh, you drive like that. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to get across there before the train. I mean, what if two cars collided with you? Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. No, oh, I have a headache thinking about it now. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, this nameless person is our Wombat of the Week. Get your stories in, joelmahalikradio at gmail.com or on Facebook at JMTalk. <clears throat> Make sure it's a verifiable link because we verify all links. Because we've, had, yes. if you're a fan of the show, you know we've had some wing dingers yes, where we, we had to go, this is not true. Right. And then we look it up on multiple sources and we go, oh my God, humanity is lost. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about I know. the guy who's marrying all these sex dolls. <laughs> inanimate objects yeah. inanimate marriages I know I know so um, I have a note here about good neighbors yeah just be a good neighbor we have, we have great neighbors yeah we do so um, okay well uh, from the look of the look the, from the from the look from the time little, little, little. from the time thing it looks like it's about that time to say goodbye Sharon goodbye Sharon so there you go she said it I think Molly's probably gonna go with you mm-hmm. and uh, if if, if you all stick around, I'll be back after a 30-second or so break and wrap this up on a third stretch. So I'll be right back after this. America, your children have an amazing superpower. That's right. They can help save lives by simply washing their hands. Just 20 seconds of thorough hand washing after they've coughed or sneezed or been outside can help fight against the dastardly spread of germs. Armed with only soap and water and hands, your superhero can protect you, your family, and everyone out there in America land. Amazing! Find out more at Coronavirus.gov. A message from the CDC and the Ad Council. Listen on the web, your phone, or your neighbor's internet connection. That wasn't very nice. This is Reality One. 
Hey folks, welcome back to the show. It's the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. And this is the last segment of the show, the final stretch, whatever you want to call it. But it's you and it's me. And uh, we're going to hang out and talk about a couple of more things before we get out of here. Uh, the first thing that uh, I wanted to talk about is, uh, first of all, thank you for sticking with us and um, listening to the podcast. You have to excuse my voice. I've been talking so much in the first two segments and in between that I barely have a voice left. So I'm going to take lots of small sips of my tea. Okay. So, you know, it's a Memorial Day weekend, or if you're listening to this uh, afterwards, it just passed. And, you know, we have several holidays that I call the patriotic holidays, right? We have Veterans Day. We have uh, July 4th, which is Independence Day. We have Memorial Day. And, you know, they're all patriotic days, And um, but a lot of people get them mixed up as to what they actually mean. Uh, plus, you have Armistice Day. Uh, but anyway, so I, you know, I usually do this every year, so it's okay. I'm going to do it again. So if you've been listening to the show, you probably heard this before. Maybe I'll expand a little bit on the history, but this holiday, Memorial Day, okay, was originally, originally known as Decoration Day. Okay. And in 1971 became an official federal holiday. So Americans get together and they observe Memorial Day by visiting cemeteries or memorials, holding some family gatherings, yeah, participating in parades, fireworks a big thing, our poor dog Molly cannot stand fireworks. That's the one thing I really dislike about patriotic holidays anymore is having a, a dog who is, is, is afraid of those kinds of noises. And I know you know what I mean because most people, most people, if not everyone I talk to who has dogs, have the same problem. It's not a remote thing. Most dogs do not like those noises. Like, but Molly, she gets so freaked out, we think she's going to have a stroke or a heart attack. Like, if urban warfare broke out, we'd be in trouble. But these are some of the things. Unofficially, Memorial Day marks the beginning of the summer season, for whatever that's worth. To me, it's the beginning of the traffic season. <laughs> so anyway, it's known as Decoration Day. Uh, following the Civil War, the American Civil War, uh, it, by the late 1860s, let's say, a couple years after the war, within three, four years, Americans in different towns and cities began to uh, have these springtime tributes to the, uh, to the fallen soldiers. Uh, because there was so many Americans lost their lives in that conflict. And so people started decorating the towns. They'd start having parades. They'd start memorializing the fallen. They would go to grave sites and put flowers. They would recite prayers. They would have, you know, all these different things going on. And that evolved. That evolved into what we know now as Memorial Day. There's no clear picture as to when the tradition started, okay? But they do believe that individual different communities independently initiated some sort of memorial gatherings in the spring. 
And some records do show that one of the earliest Memorial Day commemorations was organized by a group of formerly enslaved people in Charleston, South Carolina, about a month after the surrender of the Confederacy in 1865. How about that? So, but Memorial Day is to honor those who have fallen, those Americans who have fallen, who have given the ultimate sacrifice in combat okay so you know it's okay to thank a veteran whenever but some people uh mistake uh the holiday intermingle the holidays oh it's memorial day let me thank somebody for serving and that's great thank someone for serving every day because they're the reason for your freedoms but on memorial day that day is set aside to honor and pay homage to those who gave that ultimate sacrifice, who went to war and did not come back. And that's what Memorial Day is. And that's my that's my little history lesson for you, if you will, <laughs> about Memorial Day and what it actually means. So, okay, uh, moving on. Another thing that I wanted to talk about, uh, I, I, I've been noticing... I guess I've been noticing for a long time, but, you know, when the lovely Sharon and I are trying to think of things that we want to engage you, the listener, with, we try to think of things that uh, that we feel that you would be entertained by listening to, uh, and not just getting on here and rambling a bunch of verbal diarrhea. Um, so, and we keep a little notepad. Here's our notepad right here. We keep a little notepad. Or we use the notepad features on our phone to keep these topics running. And something I've been noticing for a long time, and recently I put it on the notepad to discuss with you. Have you ever noticed when you go into a Walmart or uh, most big box stores, we frequent Walmart. So I have to use Walmart as the ultimate example, if you will. You go in there and there's an elderly person at uh, greeting you at the door. Uh, and maybe not always, not, so, out, anywhere from mature adult to elderly, okay? Uh, greeting you at the door. Then you go in and you see a lot of the people stocking shelves are, are older people. You may recall weeks back when the lovely Sharon and I discussed getting our Blackstone Grill, how the only person we could find that would even offer to lift a finger was a man who looked to be about 85 years old working at Walmart and he could let alone move his own legs and he was trying to move this three four hundred pound grill thankfully help arrived go back to the podcast you'll be able to hear that story you go to the checkout mature people checking you out retirees checking you out who's checking receipts at the door mature adults and I'm starting to wonder where's all the youth where's all the youth here you know it occurs to me it occurs to me that when the older generations start dying off uh, there's going to be there'll be no service 
right now there's there's crappy service in a lot of areas and i'm not saying the, the people at walmart are, are crappy people doing the ringing up no that's not what i'm saying we have a major problem with customer service and we've had for several years when you stand back, you go into go into a Wawa. Now, if you're not from this area, you're listening to the podcast, I'm sorry you don't have a Wawa. It's a convenience store and a gas station. You go into a Wawa. We go into Wawa every morning. Everyone in there is middle-aged and mature-aged, and there's a couple senior citizens. There's a couple of young people, but the store is mostly manned by mature adults. What happens when the older generation starts disappearing? Will there be anyone left? I mean, the youth of this country, the youth of this world, I don't know if this is, a, I don't think this is a problem in other countries. You know, uh, the United States of America has some of the laziest people. I'm sorry. I love this country. And you're all my brothers and sisters. But some of you are a bunch of lazy asses. And you know who you are. I don't have to tell you who you are. I mean, I wouldn't know you by name, but, you know, the younger generation, I, I just feel like has to step up. You know, I'm from a generation where we were rolling our sleeves up and delivering newspapers at the age of nine and 10, you know, 14 years old, the minute the labor board would let you do any kind of feasible payroll work, we were on it. I was sweeping floors in a school at 14, you know, and here I am 51. I'm still working three jobs. You know, what are you doing? What are you doing? What is the youth of this country doing? And when I do see them in a convenience store or behind a register somewhere, they have attitudes, they're busy doing other things besides giving you their full attention. And I'm sorry. When you're when you're at work, you should be at work. Your attention should be at work. That's where your work and your attention need to be. And maybe that's part of the reason we have poor customer service. Because I don't know where these people come from. Have you seen have you seen the youth in fast food restaurants? They don't want to be there. They want the money, but they don't want to be there. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Why do you have an attitude? I just want some fries with my burger. Why is that such an issue? Why has your world been turned upside down? Because I'm there to get some food. I just don't understand it. You know, this is the generation, and of course the next generation down. I can't keep track of what they call these generations. But then there's the generation now, that's in school now, or on Zoom school, as it were, these are the people that will be making decisions on our behalf when we're up there as mature adults and senior citizens and probably still working until we die. The youth have got to get on board. They have to get on board. The old people are running everything. Your essential workers are mostly old people. That's your essential workers. While the rest of you cry and yam and need coloring books and crowns and sit in the corner because you don't like who was running for president. Something has to change. 
And I'm afraid it might take some sort of large, like uh, uh, something paradigm to do it. But something's got to change. The youth have to step up. You got to help us out. And get rid of that attitude. If I had an attitude like that when I was a kid, I'd have a belt across my ass so fast it would make your head spin. I wouldn't be able to sit for a week. You guys have it too easy. You're a bunch of marshmallows. You wouldn't last five minutes in my generation, in my day. You need to take responsibility for yourselves. So, I don't know if anyone else has noticed that. Noticed that. I felt like, let me bring that up. And we'll kick it around a little bit, talk about it. See what comes out of it. Any comments? I'd love to hear some comments on the Facebook at JM Talk. Um, you know, what do you guys think? I mean, what are you seeing, my listeners? What do you see? Do you see the same thing? Does it bother you? I mean, listen, I know, I know some young people that are some hard workers. I know some young people that are amazing people, and that's because they were brought up right. Uh, you know, and 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 I do believe that. I do believe that's where it starts. It does. It starts at home. It starts with your upbringing. How are you? How were you brought up? You know. Did you have good parental supervision and upbringing? Or did the TV watch you every waking moment of the day? You know, in that part. So, anyway. So, you know, I've been uh, ex- <laughs> I've been trying to be better because I'm, you know, I'm, you know, I have diabetes and I'm trying to eat right, eat less carbs, and I'm doing exercise now, which I never did before. I'm now walking anywhere from five to seven miles a day. And I felt like I had this banner week in the last eight days. Low carbs, 80 carbs a day, less than 2,000 calories a day, Uh, seven miles a day, all kinds of crunches and exercises to build my core a day. I'm feeling good. And then I gained seven pounds. And uh, so, you know, my inner circle says it's muscle gain. You're converting fat to muscle. Well, here's the problem. I'm like 300 pounds. Let's call it 700 pounds. You can see me from space. I'm the only object that you can see from space with the naked eye. And the problem with that is, is according to the medical science field, I'm 100 pounds overweight. I should be somewhere between 186 and 200. So, although I understand trading fat for muscle, I can't be doing it between 290 and 300 all the time. And for the last couple of months, I've been trading back and forth these 10 pounds. Like, and I, and I won't. I will not do anything drastic. As a diabetic, I have to be careful. I have a lot of different levels that have to be even keel. I can't go on a Nutrisystem diet and drink three shakes a day and call it a day. You know, I can't do that. So I'm not going to do drastic. I'm really not going to do a full keto diet because it's not safe. There's a lot of diets that aren't safe for everybody. There's no one diet that works for everybody. And so I follow my own thing. I say let's get the let's get the carbs down by half or more. Eating right. Let's get some more proteins introduced. Maybe some more fiber. Right. The right kinds of fiber. And let's get some exercising going. So I got some good walking regimens going. I change routes, um, you know, and then I'm doing these crunches and uh, squats. And so I can't trade fat for muscle this high up. 
I've got a shed and I'm trying to find that secret. So if anyone has any secrets for that, I mean, I've been reading, oh my goodness, articles, blogs and articles and articles and blogs and blogs and blogs and blogs, trying to get ideas, but I'm at the point now where I feel like I should go to a diet of cardboard, bark, and ice cubes. But again, (laughs) there'd be some problem with my diabetic levels. It's a vicious, vicious circle. So that's that's been my personal challenge, um, and I'll take any uh, thoughts on that on the Facebook as well. Um, if anyone has any, that's what I'm fighting right now. How do I shed? I just did shed like 27 pounds over the last eight months, so that's been good. But I don't want to plateau here. I would have been happy if I plateaued at 250. I am a larger frame. So anyway, that's that. Anyway, I hope that you are having, depending on when you get this drop, having or had a wonderful Memorial Day weekend. I hope that you are being safe or you were safe, traveled safely. And when you're traveling, I want you to please be considerate to other motorists on the road. Everybody is trying to get the vacation and we want everybody to arrive alive and get home safe afterwards. Okay, so please be patient. If you can't be patient, maybe someone else in the car can switch. So, you know, we want level heads at the wheel. Stay focused, pay attention, be careful, arrive alive. Have a great time this weekend. Enjoy Memorial Day. Be sure to stop by and visit us at www.jmtalk.net. That's the website. You can download the show. Get subscribed on every single podcast. Wherever podcasts are found, you will find the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. So make sure you stop by there. Also, social media. We're TikTok and Facebook at JM Talk. Instagram and Twitter at JM Talk Radio. Also, drop us a line by email, joelmahalikradio at gmail.com. Everybody, behave yourselves. Have a great time. And we will catch you on the next episode. Bye-bye now.